This is Define the Narrative Podcast with your host, Anne Argo. Happy Sunday. Welcome. I am a little in disbelief that today is here. Um, I'm also incredibly excited that this day is finally here. Thank you for joining me. Those of you that have joined my, my little Instagram account that I have 76 members before I even launched the first podcast. Thank you. And I, I mark that because for me, success is providing information, validation, affirmation, education, and support for any woman who is wanting to have a family, regardless of that pathway. I believe that we are changing the narrative and I want to make sure that we are not trying to counter an existing narrative, that we are we are creating the narrative. And that means you start from scratch, decide what's important, think about all different aspects of it, weigh them, and then write your own narrative. And most importantly, to celebrate, to celebrate you. It's a celebration of me and what I've done as an only parent. And I hope that as we move forward, you all give feedback so that I know what to do differently, because I know what I like, and I know what was important for me. And so this launch week is trying to hit a little bit of all the different spots. But as we move forward, I I would love to hear from you and incorporate all of your ideas. It really excites me. If someone says, I want this, or I would love to hear from this person, or let's have this conversation and uh, to go out and try to find it and bring it to you. So a little bit about me. My name is Ann Argo, and I am about to have a 10-year-old at the end of this month. Um, I am an only parent to a boy, and um, I am very fortunate to have ended up in this journey. I never knew that this was the right thing for me, but I can tell you it's the best decision that I've ever made. Um, the hardest decision that I ever made. Um, but it changed me in ways that I truly believe were meant to be that really did actually speak to who I am as a human, as a spirit. And So I will tell you a little bit about how this all happened. I'm an educator. And so when everybody stayed home, so did I, and I was working from home, had a child in school, and I started reading a few articles about more women choosing this pathway and the pandemic helped, helped women decide they weren't going to wait. And, and, and reading more finding that it's happening younger. I live in Los Angeles, California. I don't have family here in Los Angeles. And I am so grateful for some local groups that I visited. And I realized that, and rightfully so, that there are 
I believe many more women, and I may be wrong, but many more women who are thinking about this pathway and executing this pathway and creating their families and getting pregnant, trying to get pregnant, trying to adopt, trying to figure out what is right for them to become mothers and then having children. And uh, as, as you get towards, I guess, the decade mark and you get past starting primary school, um, I don't know if it's that we get busy in our lives um, with our children or if we feel like we are a little bit more in the swing of things. I'm not really sure. But I know for me, I realized I didn't find a lot of other women seeking support and groups of children who were older. I know that I'm not the only one and I have a great abundance of, of friends, circumstances of the pandemic, circumstances of the age of your children. It, it was a, a moment of loneliness and that is something I don't know that I could say has been part of my journey. I felt a call to action. I have always been someone who, regardless of how positive or um, how much suffering or struggle in my path I have, I always want to tell the next one coming because if I can make it easier or, you know, if I think about, you know, if I had known this. And so I think that's part of what my hope is. You know, my experience is not necessarily exact to everyone's. However, the journey is very similar. And I believe that about every single one of us. I believe that about people who are thinking about it. I believe it about people who aren't sure about it. And I think another part of this podcast and, and hopefully this, this call to action is to understand that educating the world on a rapidly growing lifestyle choice, which is creating a family on your own, um, is here to stay. And in all fairness, we want to make sure that we can help provide accurate education for the world at large. So I decided I was going to take this on because a lot of my work as an educator encompasses the skills of working with numbers of people and presenting and asking questions and bringing information and getting feedback. And for me, it felt uh, very natural. I also was trying to align with my own creativity at my age, which I just turned 49 in August. And it's all come together. I am someone who historically has um, taken leaps of faith at the age of 29. I packed up and moved across the country from Birmingham, Alabama to Los Angeles with no job. I had $637 and I'm, I'm here 20 years later. And then as I approached my forties, I had a child on my own. I see this as, as my big leap of faith, although I'm trying to incorporate leaps of faith in my everyday life. I knew this was the right one when I knew that the launch was going to happen about this time. And I realized that today is my parents' anniversary. Both of my parents have passed over. However, this would be their, their 55th 
wedding anniversary. And I'll tell you more as we move forward about my experience. Um, but I will say that your parents are a part of the journey. It, it was a way to honor them in knowing that I respect and honor their choices at a time in history when that was what people did. And also honoring that I hold true those same values, I could do it a different way and still create the same love of a family. So that is what this is. I really want to spend this week rolling stuff out to, to really excite the audience. My intention is to release a podcast every day this week. And I'd like to tell you what I have on the lineup. Many of you who are familiar and members of singlemothersbychoice.org know Jane Matz, and they are coming up on a 40th anniversary. I call her the original single mother by choice. She so kindly granted me an interview. I also have a reproductive endocrinologist, a fertility doctor, for those of you who may or may not be working with one or thinking about or trying to figure out if you need to work with one, this will be good information or really just to kind of hear it from a different RE's perspective. Sometimes it, it helps to check that information against someone to validate your choices in an RE, or maybe you need to look for someone else if things aren't working. We have Sarah Kowalski, who is the author of Motherhood Reimagined, who is going to talk to us about fertility and choices of becoming an only parent. Specifically, we talk about egg donation. And I have the head of one of the most amazing childcare centers here in Glendale, California, Glendale Adventist Healthcare, their childcare center. I already know he's going to have to come back and we have more questions that we want to, to answer. I know for me, I missed the mark on childcare. He answers some really important, important questions you might want to consider. And we have Mark Rosenfeld, Australia's dating coach to give some insight into dating being an only parent and creating a family of our own does not mean that we do not like other adults in romantic ways. It also brings up a good point that I hope we can talk about in the future, remembering that healthy balance, knowing that there are times in our journey where we're going to have more time than others. He will give us, give us some tips how do we do it in, in juggling everything that we do? And also I I'm going to ask him some questions about my experience. When you, when you talk to men who have children, they want to know what percentage of your time do you have your kids? And I've lost more than a few when I tell them I have my child 100% of the time. So I'm going to ask him about that one. After we get through this week, we're going to drop one podcast a week and we're going to get a season of 15 to 20 episodes. And then I'm going to take a break and regroup. I see this fall season as the beginning of a creation that I invite you to participate in and help me create it. 
help me form it, help me shape it. Let's make it something that works for everyone. I've done research. I know there's all kinds of Facebook groups. I know there's all kinds of, of other networking groups that, that different women are a part of women who are SMCs and travel over 35, our Latina friends, everything you could think of, our SMCs who like to travel, um, our SMCs who have boys, our SMCs who like to knit, um, our SMCs in North America, in Asia. And one thing that I know is I want this to be a global initiative, a global effort, a global collective. I want all of us to be able to see and feel and know that we are profoundly present around the globe and that we are amazing and awesome and should be acknowledged for that and have a very special place to keep you going. Something on your way to work or in between meetings, something that lifts you up a little bit each week. With that, I also am going to thank you ahead of time for your grace and your patience. I'm juggling this with a full-time job and raising a child on my own with a 10th birthday coming up. And I've got to figure out how to celebrate that during a global pandemic. I will tell you what I tell everyone. I am the one who makes mistakes and uh, your gentle bringing my attention to it is very helpful. Your eyes and your ears and your input is very much appreciated and I will take it and I will get better. Getting this out there is huge because in the past, if I couldn't do it perfectly, I wouldn't do it. And so I am here today and perfectly yours. I do hope that you enjoy the podcasts that come in this launch week. I hope that you will join us on Instagram at Define the Narrative, on Twitter at Define the Family. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, and our website is www.definethenarrative.org. I wish you to be happy. I wish you to be healthy and I wish for you peace in all that you do and all that you are, you are amazing. And I thank you for choosing to define the narrative. <laughs>